1: Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. Buying new ERP software can be an overwhelming proposition, but it doesn't need to be. What exactly is it you need to know about buying ERP software? That's what I'm going to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And one of the things we oftentimes help our clients do is to help them buy new ERP software. We'll help them evaluate potential options, define a long list and a short list, go through the RFP process, and ultimately select and purchase and acquire the ERP software that's going to best enable their digital transformation. But a lot of times organizations don't know where to start. They get lost in analysis paralysis. They pick the wrong software. They take too long to choose the wrong software. And what I want to do today is provide you a roadmap for how to evaluate and buy the best software for your organization. Now for more details on how to evaluate and choose the right ERP software for your organization, I encourage you to download and read our software selection buyer's guide. It's a tech agnostic view and a process for how to evaluate and ultimately procure the ERP software that's the best fit for your organization. You can read that guide by scanning the QR code in front of you, or you can go to the links below. Now in the ERP software market, there's a ton of different options available. In fact, in our database that we use to help clients select software, we find that there's several hundred ERP software options in the marketplace. Now, of course, those several hundred options are not going to be relevant to every organization or even most organizations, but navigating all the different options that are out there can be quite tricky. And even if you do narrow the field down to a handful or a manageable number, It can be easy to get lost in analysis paralysis by evaluating systems that maybe were never a good fit for your organization and and they don't really necessarily belong on your shortlist. So one of the biggest things and the most important things you can do is to make sure you narrow the field down to the right set of shortlist options so that you're not spending a lot of time evaluating and exploring different systems that are not good fits for you. And to get to this point of narrowing the field quickly, it's part art and part science. The art of it, of course, is understanding the industry, understanding the market and having an objective view of what the strengths and weaknesses are of different options in the marketplace. The science of it is really looking quantitatively and objectively at how the functions and the features of the different software options that you're considering compare to one another. In other words, it's not necessarily a question of does the software do function A? It's not a yes, no answer. It's how well does the software do function A? So as you define your business requirements, you want to evaluate those requirements and those potential systems in an objective and quantitative way. And that's where companies like Third Stage and our quantitative tool set that's proprietary to us can be used by organizations that are clients of ours. But that's one example of how you might narrow the field quickly in your ERP evaluation. And then of course, it's also important to consider the fact that there's more than just ERP software as a category in the market to choose from. You also have CRM systems, you have platforms, you have business intelligence tools, you have interoperability tools, a lot of different systems that sort of creep into the world of ERP software, but they're a different category in and of themselves. And when you add up all these different categories, that gives you a lot of options that you need to quickly narrow down to the most relevant options for your organization. So narrowing the field quickly is one of the biggest and most important things you can do as part of your evaluation process. Once you've narrowed the field and you have a short list of potential options that you want to consider for your ERP evaluation, the next thing you need to do is conduct a demo of the product and understand what the product can do and get a real feel for the usability of the software and how well the software can match your business needs and requirements. And the key here is to make sure that you don't fall into the trap of getting a sales pitch. You're going to get a sales pitch no matter what from your software vendors or your system integrator or your implementation partner that's trying to sell you the software. But at the end of the day, what you really want is an understanding of a day in the life. How does this software work and function against your business processes and the way you operate as a business? Now, of course, the software is going to introduce ideas and ways that the software might streamline and change your process. But there's certain basic fundamental things that you do as an organization that you probably want to maintain. And so you want to make sure you're getting a tailored demo for how the software works against your business needs and requirements. So one of the trickiest things and the most important things you need to do is make sure that you're managing the demo process and treating it as more of a day in the life evaluation rather than a sales demo. Like I mentioned, you'll get the sales demo no matter what, even if you don't ask for it. So the key is to make sure you control the process and have clear expectations with your software vendors on what it is you expect to see from the software.
0: If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success,
1: With all the options available in the marketplace, it is very easy to get caught up in analysis paralysis. Even if you've narrowed the field down to two or three or four really good options that could be good potential fits for your organization, even then it's still easy to get caught up in analysis paralysis. It's easy to explore all the different nooks and crannies and functions of the software and find things that you don't like about the software or things you have questions about. And it can be overwhelming, quite frankly, to evaluate all the different things that a single ERP system can do. So one of the key things that's really important here is to make sure that you prioritize your business requirements against two criteria. One criteria is making sure that it's a high priority requirement for your business. In other words, it's something that's a key competitive differentiator, it's an industry differentiator, or it's something that gives you a special edge or a secret sauce sort of a function within your organization. You wanna make sure that you evaluate a software's ability to support those processes. The other criteria you use to prioritize the business requirements is to narrow down or eliminate those business requirements that are standard in most, if not all ERP systems. Not because those requirements aren't important, because they are important, you want to make sure you deploy those functions, but instead it's because it's not something that's going to differentiate or help you make a decision. It's those other differentiators that are going to help you make the decision, the things that are most important to your business. For example, if you look at something like accounts payable processing. In other words, can an ERP system process purchase orders and make payments against purchase orders? The answer to that is yes. I can tell you pretty confidently that most, if not all, ERP systems can process purchase orders and you can make payments against purchase orders. So there's not a need to necessarily evaluate that capability. What's more important is to evaluate a business process that's higher value to the organization, something that differentiates you from your competitors. And that's really where you want to focus your time and effort let's just say for example you have a thousand total business requirements that your team has identified for your evaluation you don't necessarily need to evaluate each one of those 1,000 requirements equally it might be that only one or two hundred of those requirements are the real differentiators the highest priority things and so that's a way to think about it is think of it as sort of a pyramid you want to focus at the top of the pyramid that allows you to focus on things that are the biggest differentiators Now the bottom of the pyramid is gonna be other business requirements that may not differentiate the ERP systems, but you're gonna table those requirements for future reference when it comes time to implement the ERP software. So in other words, you're not disregarding those requirements, you're just saying that those are requirements that you need to make sure you are able to accommodate when you go through the implementation, but it's that top of the pyramid that's really gonna help us make that decision. So if we do those things, it's gonna make it a lot less likely that we get caught up in analysis paralysis in our evaluation process. With all the different options available in the marketplace, it's, as I mentioned before, difficult to narrow the field and focus on the right things. And oftentimes we get caught up almost to a fault in the features and functions of software without really considering some of the intangible aspects of the software. And when I talk about intangibles, what I'm talking about are things like the user interface. User interface isn't a clearly defined business requirement and you probably don't have a business requirement that specifies what kind of user interface you're looking for. But that is something you want to evaluate and consider is how well or how easy is it to use that software. Another example might be how flexible is the software. In general, how easy is it to change the software or integrate the software with other third parties? Does the software provide a set of configuration tools that will make it easier for you to maintain that software going forward? Does it have an open architecture that allows you to integrate to other third party systems? Does it provide a platform for you to potentially develop custom capabilities that aren't out of the box from the software. Those are some of the intangibles that are focused on the product. And you may also wanna look at intangibles related to your vendor as well. You look at how easy is it to do business with the software vendor? What kind of ecosystem has that software vendor built to support their product and their customer base? How do the vendors treat their customers overall? Are they forcing customers off of legacy products and forcing them to make buying decisions that aren't necessarily in their best interest? Those are some of the things you need to ask yourself about the vendor itself. And usually those don't show up in a set of business requirements, usually it doesn't show up in an RFP, but it is something you want to consider as part of your evaluation process. One of the most important ways to accelerate a selection process and to make it more effective for your organization is to make sure that you have unbiased and objective support. You want to make sure that you're not getting the marketing messaging and you're not necessarily just drinking the kool-aid or hearing what the software vendor wants you to hear you want an outside third party who doesn't have skin in the game or dog in the fight to help you ensure that you choose the software that's the best fit for you based on facts and reality and objective experience with different systems and that's where companies like third stage can help is companies like us who are not affiliated with software vendors we don't get commission or any sort of financial kickback for recommending certain systems that allows us the flexibility to be objective and to make recommendations that fit the client's best interest, not necessarily what benefits any one software vendor. So having that unbiased third-party support is critical, and it's a great way to help speed up the process and make sure that you make a decision quickly that you can be ultimately confident in. I hope this has given you some tips on how to get started on your evaluation process and how to buy new ERP software. However, there's a lot I know I didn't cover in this video. There's a lot more detail around RFPs and and how you go about the RFP process. How to go about the contracting process how to ensure requirements traceability how to ensure you get the right version of the software that you saw in the demo process all sorts of other data points like that that i did not cover in this video however you can find that in our software selection buyer's guide which is a step-by-step playbook on how to evaluate and select the right software for your organization So you can read that buyer's guide by scanning the QR code in front of you, or you can go to the links below, along with other resources that I've included links to as well. So I hope you found this information useful and hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos,
0: and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.